Welcome to the Black Mind Garden, where we are remapping minds so you can create a life you design. This podcast is all about planting new thought seeds, breaking generational cycles, and creating new legacies for ourselves and the generations beyond. Here, you will hear topics that empower your minds to go deeper, touching topics that most people may not think to think about. I am your host, Dr. Maisha Claiborne, a master hypnotherapist, coach, and trainer of neuro-linguistic programming and the founder of the Mind Remapping Academy. I am here to put you back in the driver's seat of your mind so that you can have the deepest experiences of joy, success, freedom, fulfillment, and peace of mind in all areas of your life. Now, let's get to the good stuff. But before we do, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can stay in the know every time we release another mind remapping meal for you. Let's go. Hey, have you ever thought about learning NLP or hypnosis or even being a coach? Even if you simply learn the skills of coaching, it could come in handy everywhere and in every area of your life. Our Mind Remapping NLP Coach Training will give you mastery over language, helping you to improve your confidence, communication, coaching, and leadership. So if you're committed to removing unconscious blocks so you can consciously elevate your performance in every area of life, join our next training. Schedule and training interest call at remapmymind.today. That's remapmymind.today. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, Usually, you all know me, I'm Dr. Maisha. So uh, one of the things I was thinking about is the fact that our listening drives our response and our communication. Now, over the last, I'd say over the last couple of weeks, two or three weeks, I've been doing several trainings, uh, organizational type trainings. And, And then, of course, uh, the beginning of the month, I just finished, uh, we just finished our last NLP uh, certification, coach certification. And one of the things that has kept coming up as a theme is how the listening, how our listening drives our communication, how it's the first opportunity that we have uh, to begin to refine the potential for our responses and our reactions. So as I was doing this training yesterday, I was just, you know, speaking about how we usually listen. Now, um, by now you probably have heard me talk about this, but if you haven't, uh, you know that most people, most of our listening is geared towards right and wrong. We listen to agree or disagree. We listen to validate or invalidate. We listen for what's good or what's bad. You know, we listen in a very binary um, manner. And when we listen that way, it really does uh, have us miss a lot of the communication. And so um, when we we think about ways that we can begin to expand our listening and why that's important is because, well, when we're listening, when we're the information that's coming at us, and you all know this, if you've watched my TEDx talk, you've heard me talk about this many times before, the information that's coming at us is, is 11 million bits of information per second. So we have all this information coming at us and we're filtering it down, we're filtering it down and we're filtering it down. So we're always filtering information through our own personal experiences, 
our beliefs, our values, our um, upbringing. You know, we've, we, we're always filtering information in this way. And that, that gives us uh, the emotion, that gives us our, our internal dialogue, our self-talk, and that's what we respond from. Now, of course, if we think about the, there's filters that we can change and there's filters that we can't change. And obviously the filters that we can't change are our upbringing. We can't change the past. We can't change our, our past experience. We can't change you know, our upbringing. But what we can do is we can begin to manipulate the, our beliefs, our values, you know, expand our beliefs, expand our values, expand our, our sense of self-identity, expand our sense of purpose. And so all we're doing in this, in the essence, is when we expand these things, when we expand we our listening, then we expand our capacity to be flexible in communication. And that's a lot of what I teach my students and in, in, in coach in the NLP trainings and the NLP coaching is how do you be flexible with your communication? And what do I even mean by that? How how is it that in any given situation you can navigate no matter what obstacles are thrown your way? In any different given conversation, you can um, have a the most um, centered and purposeful response and and guide any conversation to um, a I would say a win-win or a desirable desirable the most desirable outcome for the circumstance and it might not always be the desirable outcome but it would be like for that moment right and so how do you do that and and part of it is by expanding the listening and I'll give you an example um, I was having a conversation the other day with, a, in a meeting with a, a team member, a colleague that we always doing some consulting with inside of an organization. And um, a question came up specifically about um, our billing and our invoicing. And uh, what was interesting about the question is there seemed to be some angst around, you know, how we allocate our hours and what was included. And uh, the, you know, it could have been taken any number of ways, right? There could have been, I could have had a listening for, oh, uh, this person's questioning how we're using our hours or, oh, this person is questioning our value or, oh, this person's questioning, you know, uh, my integrity, right? I could have had it, you know, like de depending on the filters that were in place, it could have any one of those reactions or responses. And with the, ex, like, you know, one of the things I teach is three positions of listening. You listen through your own eyes, you listen through the other person's eyes, and then you listen from an observer point of view, right? Big picture. So as this person is speaking to me and, and asking, you know, giving the, all the reasons that for the questions they have, explaining it, what I'm doing is I'm listening. And I'm listening from my perspective, but I'm also listening from, well, what could be their perspective and what could be the bigger picture here, right? So I'm getting curious rather than shutting down my listening through the lenses of, well, I don't agree with that or he's wrong about that or this and that and the other, you know, rather than shutting down the listening, I expand my listening by getting curious. So I'm leaning in and what's the manner that, what is the thing that we do when we get curious? We ask more questions. So I ask questions to expand my understanding 
and to get what is the deeper meaning? What is the deeper concern here? Because oftentimes when we're listening, we're just listening from that one perspective. And oftentimes when people have a concern or a complaint, the first concern or complaint that comes out of their mouth is not the actual concern or complaint, right? So what sometimes the actual concern is deeper. And in order to get to that wider, that bigger concern, we have to be willing to ask questions. We have to be willing to be curious about what's going on. And that requires us getting out of our minds and getting over there with the other person. Position number two, looking through their eyes. So in essence, as I asked the question, I got to the bigger concern, which is, well, this person was wondering about our invoicing and wondering about the details of our hours because they were wanting to advocate for the budget that we're proposing for the next round of our consulting. And having gotten to that, they have to be able to explain these things to the board. Now that's completely different from, you know, oh, they're questioning my integrity. Oh, they're questioning my uh, my worth. Oh, they're questioning my whatever, right? It's completely different from that. But by expanding getting from one position to the other position to the bigger picture, and then being curious and asking questions and also asking, what is his role? What is what is his role in the organization? Like, what's the real bigger picture of, of what this could mean? And so um, by doing that, I was able to hear that deeper concern and respond from that place. And yes, the pause is so important. We often only listen for the pause because we're listening to respond, because we're listening to judge, to assess, to invalidate or validate. And so when we're listening to understand, when we're leaning in and we're listening to understand, it allows us to really expand that listening. And that takes practice and it can be taught and it can be learned. You know, we are, our brains are machines. We're automatic meaning-making, um, you know, listening, non-listening, listening to judge machines, right? That's what we are. We, we, our brains are going to do what our brains are going to do. And the key is to begin to catch ourselves in the act of how we listen, to catch ourselves in the, the act of listening so that we know, well, are we listening in a way that's shutting down the conversation or shutting down possibility? Are we listening in a way that's opening up possibility, right? Opening up the possibility of, well, there's a deeper concern that I can lean into. Opening up the possibility that it doesn't mean what you think it means. And that takes, yes, practice and patience and and um, and even self-compassion, but also compassion for the person who's speaking. So these are some of the things that I'm often teaching in um, organizations, but this is also something that I practice with, say, my son. You know, he's when he's talking and he's talking and he's he has a complaint because, you know, he's eight and eight-year-olds have complaints, <laughs> right? And, and then sometimes I have to like tweak my ears, you know, you have, there's a, you have a radio and then there's like a, you got to tune the radio to get the station real clear, right? You got to tune that radio so that you're not hearing all the static and the static is the complaint. And then when you start to really fine tune, then you can hear, oh, this is the real message. 
This is the real complaint. This is the real concern. And then when you can get the real concern, then you can address the real concern, whatever that might be, whether it's with your child, whether it's with a colleague, whether it's with a spouse. And when, and that's, and it's interesting because in my last training, this is one of the big first lessons. So when I teach my certification programs, when I teach the neuro-linguistic programming trainings and certifications, the very first day is that foundation. We spend like an, almost an entire day, day and a half on refining our listening and then being able to elicit or, or like ask questions to, to get the deeper structure so that we can get, have the deeper listening, you know, get even more listening than, than what's really being thrown at us. And so that first day in our, in the last training, one of my um, students really got a huge breakthrough in her relationship with her husband, because what she was, what she realized is that she had been listening like the way her husband was communicating. That was a, that was a way that was, um, that she, it was, she was communicating with her husband in a way that he couldn't hear. And he was communicating in a way that she couldn't hear. And it was all because they have different mental models of what they were saying, different mental models of what, from of their world. So different mental models of words coming out of their mouth, which means they were communicating like this, you know, like two ships passing in the night. They were not communicating with each other. They were communicating over and under each other. And so in understanding that and learning how to ask the questions and tweak and adjust the responses, the listening, so that she could tweak and adjust the response. Since the training, like it's been, it, I, I was, I've been checking in with them. Like their communication has been amazing. And, it's, and that just happened in the very first day. Refining the listening is so powerful. And a lot of times when we talk about expanding our communication, learning communication, that people want to jump to how do you communicate? How do you speak? How do you, you know, you say things a particular way and influence? But before you can do that, you have to listen. Before you can do, you can navigate any conversation with mastery. You have to master the listening. And that comes with a few, you know, a few assumptions, things that places that you can stand. And again, I teach that in the, in the training, but that comes from being able to stand um, in a different place. So that is um, the big thing that I wanted to share today. And I will look forward to talking with you. So until the next time, you all have a wonderful rest of the day and a wonderful rest of the week. Namaste. Thanks for spending time with us on this episode. I hope you digested our food for thought and will put it into action and use these tools to nourish your life in some way this week. Remember to like and subscribe. And if you found this episode valuable, please pay it forward by sharing it with someone else. Also, I am clear that it's you, our listeners, who help us grow. So if you like this podcast, I'd love and appreciate if you tell us leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Finally, if you're interested in learning more about any of our mind remapping coaching, training, or workshops, or if you're interested in getting NLP, hypnosis, 
or Timeline Therapy Certified, visit remapmymind.com. That's remapmymind.com and learn more about which programs might work for you and even schedule a discovery call with me today. Now go and have an amazing rest of your week and we'll see you on the next episode.